You're listening to the Breakaway Breakdown podcast, where we bring you interviews with some of the top ropers in the country, news about what's going on in the fastest sport on dirt, training tips for you and your horses, and so much more. I'm your host, Casey Allen. Let's jump in. So the Breakaway Breakdown is here to give you guys timely, important industry information, and we are demonstrating that like to another level today because I have an episode for you guys that I recorded about three hours ago with none other than Drew Stewart, better known as Drew Stew, to talk about an event that is going to shake things up just a bit in the breakaway world that is going to be put on by, wait for it, the USTRC. That's right. The team ropers are here to play in the breakaway roping sector. I know you have questions. We have answers. We also have some interesting discussion about where we've been, where we're going, and possibly some things that could help grow the amateur base for the sport of breakaway roping. This is an exciting conversation. I'm going to have more information in the show description and at the end of the episode for you guys about this very exciting event, but I don't want to give any more away before you guys get to hear it from Drew Stew. That would make Drew Stew sad. This episode is brought to you by BreakawayRoping.com, who has a very important role to play in this message because the event that we're going to be talking about, you will be able to watch live and in the archives at BreakawayRoping.com. So without further ado, let's jump in and get the skinny on this breaking news. All right, you guys. So I am here with my I'm am I allowed to call you friend? Do you claim me as a friend, Drew? Anyway, he's my colleague. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, <laughs> one of the most interesting personalities in rodeo, Drew Stu himself. <laughs> You've probably heard his voice uh, if you keep up with team roping at all. Um, but Drew, I'm going to let you introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about your background and what it is that you do. Uh, I don't. I do as little as possible. Um, <laughs> Yeah, you, you guys all know. I'm, I'm just a team roping guy. Team roping guy. Grew up in western Montana. Roped a little bit. Roped calves a little bit. Loved team roping. And uh, fell into this industry years ago as a marketing guy. Started off at Helomatic. Worked for that group, the pro equine group, for years and years and years. That's kind of where I cut my teeth. I've never taken a marketing class or anything. So I just kind of learned the business. And through through having a bunch of people that felt sorry for me, I was able to kind of work my way up through the ladder and now landed at the World Series of Team Roping with Connie Gentry as my boss. And Denny and Connie have been a huge part of my life for the last 15 plus years or so. I've you know announced the finale and Denny's always been that guy that bounced ideas off, kind of one of my mentors in the space. So I've been very, very fortunate. Had a re- I, I get to talk about team roping and breakaway and... My whole life, every day, I'm either editing video about team roping or talking team roping or something roping, so it's not a bad gig at all. So, of course, first question everybody's going to have is, why is this team roper on the Breakaway Breakdown talking, we're supposed to be talking about breakaway roping? Um, That is a great question. We are talking about the Total Feeds National Breakaway Championships happening during the U.S. Finals in Fort Worth here at the end of the month in April. So, Drew, talk to us about that event, what it is, how much money is on the line, because that's the fun part to talk about, and what girls can expect down there. So, 
you know, Casey, you and I were talking about this a little bit before we fired everything up. So we having a breakaway at the national finals of team rope and has, we've talked about it for years and we just never had the space really. And truly like there, there wasn't enough room. We have, I can't remember how many 6,000 team roping teams or whatever that go through the national finals of team roping in a week. And when we were in Oklahoma city, just didn't have the arena set up or anything. So now that we're in Fort Worth, we've kind of got everything figured out. It's like oil through a funnel now, the way we run the ropens. And the water arena has been sitting over there, and we use it for like the juniors, for our junior looper. We did some clinics over there last year. And that arena basically... It doesn't sit empty, but it turns into a really fancy warm-up pen. It's the water arena. It's right next to the John Justin. It is a duplicate of the John Justin, so it's a very, very nice pen. And we were like, you know what? We need to we need to step up and, you know, kind of benefit our our ladies that come to the US finals. We have, you know, throughout the year we have the cinch the the cinch ladies headers and healer awards where we have a, a cash incentive plus a year supply of cinch that goes to our top header and top healer that we track all year long. You guys on, on the team rope and journal side of it, help us with that a lot. So we track our top ladies and cinch gives a big bonus to them. So, so there's going to be a lot of girls that are there roping anyway. And we're like, you know, we, it's time for the USTRC, one of the biggest, op- biggest organizations or the largest roping organization in the country to step up and support the breakaway ropers. So, we finally did, and we kick off on the 25th. So the U.S. final starts on the 23rd of April, just here in a couple of weeks. On Tuesday, the 25th, is our open ladies breakaway, and it was just launched yesterday. Yesterday morning, we sent out a text. We're adding 10,000 to this breakaway rope, and so yeah. uh, it's an enter. Yeah, ten grand added. Ten grand added. So come, come play. We wanted to give back. We we talked about it a lot. And uh, for the open ladies breakaway, it's seven fifty a roper. If you get entered by this Thursday, if you show up and and enter on site, it's eight fifty. Uh, so there's a hundred dollar difference there. So you can save a hundred bucks. You can save two hundred if you enter both times. So uh, you save a hundred dollars by entering by this Friday, and um, it's going to be a good rope in case. So we just we we just thought it was time. And there's we have access to the breakaway calves. We have the facility. We're 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 ready to go and we know there's we know there's a lot of places to go breakaway rope right now there wasn't 5 6 years ago but there is today and we we just you know we just wanted to give back to the breakaway breakaway ropers because we think it's very very important and side note it's my favorite event so He's not I'm just saying that I have heard him say that before when the recorder was not on Yeah Definitely my favorite. I love announcing it at the high school finals. I love announcing it at the BFI. I love watching Breakaway Roping. I it's I just love and I think I think I speak for a lot of guys that say that. Like we will come and lean on the fence and watch the breakaway roping. It's fun to watch. It's fun. It's competitive. It's fast. It's cool. Love breakaway roping. Big fan. Probably the biggest fan. Awesome. So when you're putting together a when you're putting together an event like this. There's always, you know, the peanut gallery in the background. Of, oh, you guys are just jumping on the bandwagon now, you know, wanting to get involved. But, you know, I think you can vouch for the fact that this is a conversation that's been happening for multiple years. I know when you guys brought in Johnny Johnson, um, us Eastern girlies know that JX2 production has been on board with Breakaway Roping for years. So can you just talk about some of that conversation and what thought went into this event? 
Absolutely. So Johnny Johnson has been a huge fan of the Breakwood Open forever. Him and the Canizaros were talking about starting an organization back east years ago. United Breakaway Open at the Wildfire for a couple years. And that was a lot of that was due to Johnny Johnson's influence, to be 100% honest. So we talked about it a lot. Should we do it? And so when Johnny came over to the USTRC, we, we had talked about doing Breakaway Open last year, maybe even like for the last three years. And everybody was just like, well, I don't know if we should. Well, when Johnny came over, he's like, hey, we need to do this. We definitely need to do this. And it's not a it's not a jumping on the bandwagon deal. I mean, the U.S. tier, there, there's nobody that puts on more team ropens than we do, right? And ropens are ropens, breakaway ropen, team ropen, whatever. You know, this is what we do day in and day out. And we just thought, you know, like I said, we have the facility, we have the setup, we've already got a bunch of female ropers that are coming, and kids, because it's not just for the ladies. We've got the junior divisions, a 19 and under, a 15 and under, and a 12 and under. So we've got the USTRC is a family deal, and that's that's how we do our marketing, and that's what this association is set up for. It's a family event. We want the husbands and wives to load up and bring their kids, and everybody can come rope. Well, this just gives another opportunity for the ladies to come rope and the breakaway roping, and then the kids, most kids, if they're team roping, their breakaway roping, can go over there, enter the junior looper, and also enter the breakaway roping, so... Uh, long way around. Johnny was a big influence. Excited to have him on the team because he's he's been a good friend for a long, long time, and he knows the business. And there's nobody better on that side of it to just take care of the ropers than him. So, yeah. Heck yeah! So I know that girls have asked the question: Why are why did team roping producers not jump into breakaway right out of the mm. gates when it was really booming in popularity? <laughs> so being on the production side. You know, for yeah. as long as you have, what are some things that kind of you wish people knew about the production side that were kind of barriers to getting into breakaway? So the thing about taking a team roping producer and asking him to put on break, I hate to say it's all about the money, but it's all about the money. You know, I mean, that that's just the entrepreneurial spirit, right? So what happens is every time the prefert shoot cracks in the team roping, we have a header and a healer. That's two times the money. Every entry fee is twice. Every time the gate cracks, we get paid twice. And that's also why the pots get as big as they do, because you have two times the entry fees for the header and healer. So that that the bottom line is that covers more of your overhead. You know, when you take 20% out of the pot, like at a World Series rope, and you take 20% out, you have that 20% from the header, the 20% from the healer. That's what you pay all of your help and your staff and everything with 80% goes into the pot. So when you put on a breakaway rope, and let's just say you were a team roping producer, and I learned I learned this the hard way at the wildfire, to be 100% honest. So you put on the ropens, and you have some higher fee ropens, and you put them on, and you know you look at your P&L at the end of the day, and you're like, oh, we did pretty good on the roping. And then you go to the breakaway roping, and you have a great breakaway roping, and you look at the P&L, and you break even after you pay for your cattle and your help and everything. And you're like, oh, what? Like, how did that just happen? Well, it's because you only had half the money. But you're you you're used to twice as much. There was half the money, and so that that's just that's just a very very kind of numbed down reason why is that team roping producers there's more volume, 
more ropers, twice as much entry fees because of the header and healer. So that is why. And when you start, you know, cattle prices are high right now, as high as they've ever been. So, you know, uh, when it comes to sourcing cattle and all of that, it's actually easier to source muleys than it is team rope and steers right now. Uh, just because right around Fort Worth, you have access to all of that. I mean, they're, you know, they're at the super stakes right now. They're going to go through, I don't know how many thousand head of yearlings for cutting. So we have access to muleys for sure around the Fort Worth area. And there's guys that are in the business for calf rope and a breakaway rope. And so we're pretty fortunate there. But that that is the main reason, Casey. It's the, it's, it's the money. It really is. And, but in saying that, breakaway roping now is getting to a point where, where these higher fee ropens, the girls are coming out and they're entering. So it is, it's good for everybody. The pots are higher. There's more entries. I mean, look at what happened at the BFI last week. It was huge. It was the breakaway day was a huge day. So, you know, it now it's to the point now where all we have to do now is just keep cultivating the industry. That's what we, that's what our job needs to be now is to keep cultivating it so it continues to grow so that we can continue to put on these great events. Like I can tell you right now, we wouldn't be adding $10,000 if we didn't think it was absolutely worth it and worth it for the industry to to you know be part of this and have the girls come. For sure. And I know that with the explosion of breakaway in the last couple of years, everybody is so focused on the pro rodeos, the NFR, you know, mm-hmm. really catering to that cream of the crop, you know, throwing across mm-hmm. the line one nine or those long starts out West. And from my understanding, from what we've talked about, you guys have a little bit different approach. And I think with you guys being involved with the World Series and the USTRC, we have some things to learn from you. So can you guys talk a little bit about your philosophy and maybe how we can apply those things to the breakaway industry? Absolutely. So the World Series, it, it's no secret to anybody that the World Series and the USTRC is is built on the handicap system, right? So the handicap system, for those that may not savvy it, is basically 1 to 10. A 10 is somebody that's going to the NFR that's a real bad cat, and a 1 doesn't even really know which end of the horse eats the hay. So we our our numbers kind of start off mainly right around that number three mark. So if you look at the bell curve of the most competitors in a sport, and I'm going to say this, I'm going to blanket statement right now. It, this does not matter if it's team roping, soccer, golf, baseball, basketball, football, whatever, breakaway roping. It does not matter. Your bell curve is going to peak at that amateur the amateur player. That's where the most of them are. And that's also that same bell curve represents your people with the most amount of money too, because they have good jobs and they're out there working and they just do whatever sport they're interested in for fun. So that's where the most of your players are is in that number four, number five mark, which is your amateur. That's like your 50,000 amateur cutter. That's your, you know, I don't even know my golf handicaps very well, but that's like your middle-of-the-road golfer that's a weekend warrior. It's the same thing in every sport across the board. That's where the majority of your players are. People are people. doesn't matter what sport you're doing. People are people. So you have in order to cultivate in order to make things better for the top which which will get taken care of and I I said this to you before it's sometimes hard for the people that are at the top to hear this part of the conversation because they're the ones that wake up every morning 
loping horses, working calves, getting the ropes, putting diesel in their trucks, buying the trailers, buying the horses, paying the vet bills, all of that stuff to go up and down the road to breakaway rope or to team rope or to tie down rope or whatever it is. So it's hard for them to hear that we need to take care of the amateurs because they're like, man, we're the ones out here doing it. We are the ones doing it. Now, I not only sympathize, empathize, and agree with that statement for sure, but I also know that by building a very strong foundation of amateur ropers, that high tide lifts all ships, okay? It lifts everything up because by having more amateurs and taking care of that bottom, not bottom rung, but that, you know, that person that comes in and starts roping in their 40s or the kids or whatever that's not roping in one nine that's running down there and taking five, six, ten swings over their back and catching them and being six or seven, by taking care of that roper... That roper owns a business that will sponsor, that will add money, that will buy the horses, that will buy the trucks, that will buy the ropes, that will buy all of the stuff that cultivates the industry. Every time you buy a rope, that money goes back to the company so that the company can therefore sponsor the event. It's this big circle. And by bringing and cultivating more of the amateurs, we will be able to continue to lift the entire industry, including the top. The top will always get lifted as the base grows. Always. It's just how it works. So um, we haven't done it in breakaway roping yet. It just hasn't been done. They've kicked around the numbers. They've kicked around the 3D, 4D deal. I And Casey, you got to help me with this. I don't know. I don't know if the girls love the 3D, 4D deal or not. I've heard not good things, but honest to goodness, I'm not in the know as much as I should be on that. Yeah, I've heard the discussion in some places it seems like it works really well, but the struggle with breakaway is that you could have a girl that, you know, say a Jackie Crawford, she misses her one second throw right out of the box on a quick start, but she might swing over their back just because she knows she might place in a D later on. So, mm-hmm. you know, in, in barrel racing, the division system works because let's be for real, how many, how many barrel racing horses are you going to pull up across the line? Yep. Um, yeah. But I just I don't think it's the perfect fit for breakaway roping. I don't know if it's a number system, if that would be possible. Um, personally, I love mm-hmm. the faturities because they're scored. So I think that's mm-hmm. great. Girls get to show off a lot of horsemanship. Um, you see someone like Sarah Angeloni, who's been shining on the rodeo trail right you know recently, but she really shows out at those faturities because her horses stop really pretty. They're really broke. So I don't know the right balance there. I haven't fig- we haven't figured out the perfect option yet, but have you guys had yeah. any conversations going that direction? Yeah, definitely have. I mean, I've definitely talked about the handicap system. You know, Global Handicaps is the handicap software that numbers all the team ropers. Basically, like, well, I think we handle like 90, excuse me, 90% of team roping handicaps in the country. And that system, you know, was responsible for paying out, you know, about $100 million last year. So, that system, it works in the team roping, and there's 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 people that are going to hear me say that and be like, oh, it doesn't work. Well, it works 96% of the time. There's 4% of ropers out there that may be misnumbered that we need to work on, but for the majority, it works. And a lot of the times when it doesn't work, it's because people are sandbagging, which kind of goes back to what you talked about, taking the extra swing when they could be 1-9, but they're going to go be 3-5 and win the 3-D or whatever. 
So yeah, there's definitely, if you do that, it's taken 30 years to tweak the team roping handicap system and it's constantly getting tweaked. It's constant. Every day there's a team of people that their job is doing nothing but handicapping 40,000 active team ropers every single day, you know, with, with, you know, a quarter million ropers in the country. So we add breakaway ropers to it. There is going to definitely have to be a major, a major initiative to do that. I, the, the 4d deal to me doesn't make sense. And you t- look, I ran with a cutting horse deal for the last 15 years judging I'm out because the amateur person, I, I want somebody to show up on old paint and go breakaway rope that, that horse doesn't stop pretty. That horse may be gapping at the mouth, whatever. Not going to win anything scoring that horse, but that's the person I want to show up to a breakaway rope and because that's the number four, number five roper. So the scoring deal is going to scare people away, If mm-hmm. you, in my personal opinion. So the fatuity deal is not the answer for the amateur, mm-hmm. and, and that is strictly Drew Stew's opinion. So <laughs> Yeah, we're not. Because I'm not a horse. Because I'm not a horseman. <laughs> I'm a terrible horseman, so my horses aren't broke. So I just want to go rope fast. So that's come on, what I those old do. mares that lock their knees in the stop and punch <laughs> on the front end. I'm not saying I've awesome. got one in yeah, the field. You, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I got to put sliders on their front feet just so it doesn't hurt so bad when they stop. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> we'll throw a Sawyer Gilbert's paint in there. She'd be mm. at the top of the pile for for charity scoring. No, um, there you go. But anyway, I think that's super interesting, and I really think it's cool that you made the note that it took 30 years to fine-tune that system. And Mm -hmm. Breakaway is at the point now where, I mean, these are the first conversations we're having. It was never big enough before to think past you just throw and catch and the fastest time wins. So I think it's Mm -hmm. a really exciting time to to be involved for sure. It is. It definitely is. And that's where, you know, this is is the 34th anniversary of the USTRC finals, and you know, breakaway roping in the last, under the last decade, the last six, seven, eight years has just come on so strong. And, you know, we want to celebrate that. That's the bottom line. We want to celebrate that. We want to make sure that the ladies come and team rope. There's so many ladies ropers at the U.S. finals. We want to make sure that, you know, grab your heel horse or your head horse that we know you've breakaway roped on a little bit and just go over to the water arena and breakaway rope and have some fun with it, you know? I love that. So for the girls that want to pay the entry fee, bring their heel horse or head horse or breakaway horse, whatever it may be, and um, Mm -hmm. grab their breakaway ropes, where can they get entered and where can they find information about this event? Okay, so if you go, I sent you a link that you're going to, post with this podcast so that'll help a lot yep we're if gonna you, put it in the, the, the show one, description perfect perfect so go click that link and it will take you to the ustrc site ustrc.com if you land on ustrc.com on your phone or your computer go to the finals tab it's right there at the top and click on event info and it'll take you right to everything and at the very top it'll say since USTRC national finals and it'll say click here to enter or order stalls do that you click that and if you are a current USTRC member or world series member you will be able to enter the breakaway rope and do that by this friday okay by friday the 14th and your entry fees will be a hundred dollars less than they will be if you walk up now you can enter on site 
but on site it's going to be a hundred dollars more on your entry fees now that that is not a late fee that's just a higher entry fee so that hundred dollars is going to go in the pot we don't pocket that we just do we just reward you basically by saving you a hundred dollars by entering early now if you are not a world series or ustrc member you have to have a global card that's how we get you in the system that's how we track everything so if you if you don't have a global card a USTRC or World Series membership call the office call the US office 505-599-1870 and that number will also be posted call call them and talk to them they'll set you up with the global number and then you can enter right over the phone so if you want to save 100 bucks if you're going to enter, enter every time you enter you're going to save 100 so call the office by the 14th, or you can enter on-site, and you can buy your card on-site and all of that. So you do have to have a minimum of a global card just so that we get you in the system and all of that. It's it's not a whole lot of money, so do that and get entered, and yeah, it's going to be a good deal. 10000 added in the open. I can't remember if I said that yet or not. We, we just launched that yesterday, so we're adding 10000 to the open, so... Heck yeah. High entry fun. fees, enter twice, 10,000 added. Mm. It sounds like a heck of a roping. Um, yeah, it should, add so up, yeah we'll, it should add up fast. Heck yeah. So yeah, we will have that number and uh, information for you guys to enter in the show description. And then, of course, if you get lost um, over in the USTRC's website, we'll have links for everything on the Breakaway Roping Journal's website, on our social pages, we will make sure that you guys don't miss an update, a second of anything leading up to the event. And then we will also have somebody there on site. So we will get to see you guys April 25th to 28th in Fort Worth. Drew, is there anything that we missed today or anything else you want to let us know about Breakaway? Anything coming down the pipe? Exciting things just about you, Shoot. your coffee today? Oh, my coffee's good. My coffee's good, you know, drinking out of a little cup that says there's no place like home from Montana Shirt <laughs> Company. I do wish I was back in Montana. I'm not going to lie to you about that. But uh, no, every, everything, it's a great time to be in our industry. That's what I want to leave you with. We are lucky. It's a great time to be a roper, breakaway roper, team roper, rodeo guy, gal. It's we're This is a very, very good time to be in the horse industry. So uh, we at the USTRC just wanted to give back a little bit to our ladies that are such a crucial part of our industry. And we're so proud and so excited for what breakaway roping has done in the past few years and where it's going. And we, on behalf of all of us, really, really would love to see you there. This is a personal invitation. Please come and see us and rope with us. Come team rope. Come breakaway rope. Come enjoy the U.S. Finals at the Cinch National Finals of Team Rope and, and our total feeds breakaway rope, and it's going to be a good time. Can't wait to see you guys. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Drew, and we'll be talking to you soon. Sounds good. Thanks, Casey. Okay, so my first concern when I heard about the total feeds National Breakaway Championships at the U.S. Finals was, wait a sec, what about Ruby Buckle breakaway roping? No problem. We looked into it. On April 24th at 3 p.m. is when the girls will rope in Guthrie, Oklahoma at the Ruby Buckle. The USTRC breakaway starts at 10 a.m. on April 25th. So it's about a four-hour drive from Guthrie down to Fort Worth. That means that there should be plenty of time for girls to make both ropings, be able to make everything work smoothly, all that good stuff. So we've already addressed that concern. Other than that, 
you will be able to watch this event on breakawayroping.com. Make sure to get your Global Handicap cards so you can get in the system. You can call the U.S. TRC office. We will have that information on breakawayropingjournal.com. Go under the podcast section. There will be a link to this episode with plenty of information, and it should be in the show description on your player. Now, have no fear. The Breakaway Roping Journal will be there. We will be covering it for you. We will make sure that you do not miss a second of what is going on. And we'll be live streaming the event on breakawayroping.com. So you'll be able to try breakawayroping.com out for free. If you haven't yet, you'll be able to watch it all week long if you can't be there in person. So other than that, you guys, we've got some exciting things coming up in the next few weeks. We are going to be at the USTRC breakaway. We are going to be at the Ruby Buckle breakaway. We are going to be at Rodeo Corpus Christi. We're going to be at the Women's Rodeo World Championship, the Cowgirl Gathering. That is all happening within the next six weeks, you guys. This is an exciting... Oh, wait. The Windy Ryan happens sometime in there, too. How could we forget about that? This is a really fun time to be involved in the sport, especially in that Oklahoma, Texas area. So if you guys want to stay in the know, Breakaway Roping Journal is on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and our website, of course. We are keeping you in the loop. BreakawayRoping.com has got all the instructional videos to get you ready to go, and you can even watch the USTRC Breakaway on there. So I leave you with all of this excitement for the week. We will be back with some upcoming episodes with some very exciting guests, including a two-part series with Jackie Crawford. And we're working on bringing some tie-down ropers in as well. I cannot reveal who the first guest is going to be, but I think you guys are going to love what he has to say. And I'm going to leave you guys with this today. It is a great time to be a breakaway roper. Thanks for joining us on the Breakaway Breakdown.